Hello, and welcome to another episode of Scavenger Life. This is episode number 511. I feel like this episode is more exciting than episode 500. There's a lot going on. <laughs> Let's do some ground rules. Number one is we are recording in a different place, so it may sound a little different. Yes. Uh, normally we turn off everything in our house so oh, you don't hear like the refrigerator. But we are uh, we are live from... Live recorded. Our roaster building. Yes, and we have a refrigerator and a freezer here. And there's equipment on that we're not going to turn off. But we're glad to be here. Okay, yes. there's this a lot happening. So this was our opening weekend for our coffee shop. We opened. As we talk, there are people one block away drinking delicious coffee. And, uh, <laughs> and eating delicious snacks. And I'm watching our numbers because I have access to like the uh, casual <laughs> register. Watching and I'm, like, it live. Watching the money roll in. So anyway, <laughs> let, let, let's talk about that. It's it's interesting, and and I am going to connect it to eBay because yeah, eBay is how we became business people. Right. You know. Before that, we worked for other people, just like had career jobs. We did do work for ourselves. Then we yes. became like freelancers, freelancers or kind of like freelancers slash like contractors, you know, where we had like a little company, but basically we were just hiring out our time. Right. And that's yes. a little different. It's a little bit different. We weren't selling anything. And I will say the process of opening up this coffee shop has made me appreciate eBay even more. Yep. And also to realize how incredible the business is of eBay. Right. It's incredible. You can make millions <laughs> of dollars. No, okay, let's let's <laughs> let's talk about it. Okay. And I don't know if Ryan's gonna post some photos, but we'll if you go to scavenyourlife.com, there could be some photos. I, I wasn't gonna post some photos oh, because are. the internet exists and okay. you should just go to Instagram. Okay. And there you look go. There. We will link to our Instagram wherever they <laughs> there you are. Go. I will say there were a couple scavengers that showed up. To yes, our, I did uh, want to opening. mention that. I think I'm saying her name. Joelle was there, who I'd never met before, yeah. but I talked to her online. Okay. She was with her family from Delaware. I don't know if she came down just for this or if she just happened to be hiking, but she came. She kind of told me her story. I didn't have a lot of time for her. I apologize, but you thank you. And Rob. Yes. Who lives in kind of the, the next county over, he yep. sh sh showed up too. And if there's anybody else, thanks. You know, and if anybody else it. showed up and we weren't there at the moment, yeah. we're sorry. We missed you. Yep. Uh, okay. Coffee shop. Yeah. Versus eBay. Mm -hmm. Help me think this through. Number one, the coffee shop. Lots of fixed costs just to keep the door open. Right. You know? Yes. Like for... And when I say coffee shop, it's like it's it's our roastery. Yeah, we have two coffee shops. It's a lot of money just to keep the doors open. Right, it helps we own the buildings. Yeah, so that's nice, but it still costs money. Well, owning a building still costs money. Yeah, the need for a lot of manpower, people yes. power, not manpower, people power, person power. <laughs> At this one coffee shop Staff. here in our town. We have 10 employees. Yeah, and they're not all full-time. No. You're not all 10 of us standing around. But to be able to fill seven yes. days a week of someone having to open the door and stand there and be ready to it's help a, a person come in, and it's a lot. Uh, we make – the good thing about coffee, we make pretty good margins on each item, you know, because – Yeah, sure. Because yep. we make the own coffee. It's yeah. like, you know, but – 
it's low selling costs, you know, right. we're selling things. I think the most expensive thing that you can buy from us is $6. Right. I mean, if you can buy single, yeah, you can buy two of those handful yeah, of things, sure. but like, yeah. Yeah. And so it really is a volume business, right? It's volume eBay. Yes. Low fixed costs. Right. Like it's just in our house. We, okay, it's not just in our house, but just if, in our house. If you want to have storage, that costs money, but it doesn't cost very much money. Well, but you know that's you know we built a building behind our house, but yeah. that was a one-time cost. Right, and then, that's I don't what I'm know. saying. And also that for us, that adds value to our house and, sure. and our property. So you're not just like renting us. But for space. for our eBay business to be on. Yes. It doesn't really cost us a lot of money. Right. It's you know? eBay fees. Right. Yeah. And... Right. You know, and... And a helper. I right. do have a helper. Right. But still pretty low. One right. helper. Part-time. Very part-time. Awesome profit margins. Amazing. You know, and and this is where, like, scavenger... Yeah. The that That's why we talk about scavenging, because that's really where it's at. Yeah. You find things yeah. that are valuable right for 25 cents a dollar even five dollars you know five dollars five dollars i mean <laughs> and then if you sell that thing for 20 30 40 a hundred a hundred i mean those are incredible you know well, i mean yes, i yes, always exactly. knew that but right. being in this coffee yes. business i'm like okay so it costs us you know 30 cents to make a cup of coffee and we sell it for $2. I mean, like, that's pretty good margin. Yeah. But I'm like, you're like I, gotta sell a I lot just bought, of I found this thing for a dollar. I'm selling it for 30. Like, oh, wow. Like, that's much different. Yeah. Well, you know, I sold, <laughs> I think I sold a set of plates or something. It right. was last week. I sold six dinner plates for $100. Right. And you're like, this is just sitting on a table at an auction lot that I bought for $50 for, um, you know, it costs almost nothing and it's a hundred dollars. So why are we even doing this? Why do we even have a coffee shop? There are many reasons. (laughs) None of which I can think of right now. No, No, I'm just kidding. I know exactly. I know the reasons (laughs) I'm asking because I know the answer. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) So, uh, because, this is how okay. There's there's first just like the emotional love of doing this coffee shop. Like it's enjoyable. Like I like sitting on eBay. It's fun. Yeah. You know. But eBay's like like the it's kind of like the Star Trek. It's given us like the Star Trek life. Yeah. Right? Like the interesting thing about Star Trek is is they've come to a point where like everyone has all their daily needs met. Right. And then the whole thing is is and then everyone is pursuing the thing that they're interested in. Right. Right? Like, yeah, pretty like much. I guess that kind of what Star well, Trek is about. Sort of. I mean It's like there's a thing they are a military ship exploring the universe. <laughs> like that's like kind of Right, but I think that's but isn't that the like uh, foundation of, of Star Trek, where like you just there's a thing that makes oh a replicator. Food. It, no I one makes their, money. Like, I love the replicator. They're not oh, making oh, money anyway. Yeah. What am I talking about? I'm just saying eBay has allowed us. It makes us enough money to live. It doesn't take a whole lot of work. Right. And then e- eBay's allowed us to kind of 
do this coffee business, yeah, do you know, things. like this is what we wanted to pursue. We could not do this because we would be in a job somewhere yeah. making money, right? you know, so eBay's allowed us to, to do this. Um, so yeah, the coffee business I think is fun for us right now. Okay. Uh, right? I just think it's funny you started with that. I mean, the, the reason we, we did this was because we wanted our town to have it. Right. Right. I mean, that was the number one. No, reason. no, no, no. There's a lot of reasons, but okay. I, I think it has to be fun. Like, if, it, like if this is not enjoyable to yeah. us, we would not do it. Number two, yes. we think our community needs it. Yes. And so it, it's good that it's fun. And then it's like, uh, it's like a cake. And then the other cake on top of that first layer of cake is, I think it's our town needs it. And it's, well, and see we that. wanted it for right. our town desperately. But number three, so third layer of the cake. I can't eat some of this. Because, because I'm hungry. We're going to eat after this. Is we, I think we can make money off of this. Yes. And so I'm not even talking to the podcaster. I'm talking to you. Uh, it, you know, even though selling a cup of coffee, we're not like getting rich off of that. The cool thing is we have this roaster business. Yes. It's like the engine. Yes. And then so so there's fixed costs just yeah. to keep that happening. Yeah. But then we have two coffee shops now. We're thinking about opening up a third. There is a third one on the way. And so we sell a lot of coffee. And we have the online sales. Yes. And we have wholesale. That's how it works. Right. Like it's if we just things. had this one coffee shop, yeah. it would be a lot of fixed costs to keep one shop open to sell one cup of coffee. Right. You know? Oh yeah. So right. So it's that's how it works. Well it's like well, it's like with eBay, it's volume. Right. In a way. I right. mean, it's uniqueness and scavengerness and frugalness. It's more like Amazon in a way, right? Or or is it or is it I don't like know eBay? anything yeah. about honestly okay. Amazon. Yeah. Right. I don't know. But like with eBay, we always say get your yeah. numbers numbers, your listings up. Yeah. of cool stuff that you think is interesting and then you get some sustainability. Yep. Okay, let's talk about eBay. Um, we, this happened to be a slow week. We didn't sell a whole lot and all, everything was we sold was relatively low dollar. Mm. I've heard other people kind of saying the same thing, so. Yeah. I don't know. The The volume was slow too, like just, just the number of sales. Like there were a few days where I couldn't pack things because we were just opening a coffee shop and um, you know, by the time I got to it I was like, there's not as much stuff here as I thought there would be, <laughs> you know? Yeah. But, uh, yeah. There were a couple high dollar items like I said, plates, a couple sets of ceramic stuff but yeah, pretty, pretty average. Yeah. Uh, I don't know which stuff that is. That I think I think that might have been even been last week. Oh really? Or like Oops. the last last. Oh, week. like like yeah. Okay, so we sold. I know the numbers. We sold twenty two items. Oh. The week before we sold thirty six. Twenty two. So our gross sales that includes eBay fees, shipping taxes, one thousand forty six dollars thirty three cents. That sounds okay, right? Yeah, but after take all away the fees yeah. and the shipping. Seven hundred twenty-five dollars. Oh my god! That's one of the. 
Yeah. Honestly, that's one of the lowest weeks we've had in a long... Because one of our lowest weeks was 800, and yeah, we were like, it's, what the You know, we, we like to... And we seem to regularly make at least $100 a week off of our own little Star Trek business. A thousand. A thousand. hundred, you said. Okay. We normally get a thousand like on our next. little Star Trek business, right? And so it was just slow. Um, could be reasons. I mean, I, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I mean, I think people getting out in the world. You know, could best. be. Yep, that could be. It. Or it could just be no one wanted our junk this week. <laughs> None you know? of this garbage that's the, is selling. That's a hard, hard thing to accept sometimes. Yeah, things we sold. So our highest item was a batch of. Heating cards, you know, oh, like old yes, vintage. Yes, yes, yes. I was like, what? Uh, um, and we sold five of them for a hundred dollars. So ephemera. Yeah, it was ephemera. We had got this box of ephemera f- over in the next town over, over in the next big town over from our town. And I was like bidding this person up. I was like, I want this because it's all these letters and ephemera from our town. And they had all these unused greeting cards from the 40s. Crazy. But they're not like cheesy, like Hallmarky, like weird cards. They were like these, this little artwork of fairies and stuff. People love angels. I mean, it fairies. was angels, fairies, little babies. Like, hadn't the brand been like a brownie? Brownie. It's called brownie. Mm. They they were unused, which is so neat. Like you would, right. I think someone would frame them. So the cool thing was, this person messaged me and was like, "I want like five of these. Can you combine shipping?" Of Absolutely. Course, eBay is. Ugh, I'm like, I don't even know how to do that because it's like. It's like these tiny little cards mm. that, that are weigh nothing, and it's charging her like $25 for shipping. Wow. I said, just buy it all. As soon as you're done buying the... She bought five. I was like, I'll just refund you the difference. So I went in. I was like, it's going to cost six bucks to ship. Um, I'm sorry. It won't even... Sorry. It won't even cost that much. It'll cost like four, three or $4 to ship. So I just refund. Like, you can go in with managed payments, which yeah. everyone taught me how to do this. I'm like, I don't even know how to do that. There's a drop-down menu, send refund. So I did, like, a postage. I was like, here's your mm. 20-something dollars back. Um, but that was a nice sale because it's someone... I feel like I just had this idea this week. Sorry, I'm rambling a little bit. It's okay. I feel like eBay needs to do promotions of shopping in people's stores. Like, I feel like other places are into that. Like Poshmark, Mm. like you're shopping in someone's closet, they call it. And I feel like it's so rare. Someone else did it this week. They bought a pair of shoes and a set of, like, vintage nail polishes. That almost never happens. Right. I know we have really bizarre stuff where it's like China and but shoes. But when and I shop on eBay, it's just like I do a search term yeah, like, for the thing you like want. cool pants or whatever. And so, right. and I'm just going through and I, you know, I see a pair of pants and I don't even think about that this person might Has have anything else. all this other stuff. And then I'll be like, yeah, and then I want a shirt. And then yeah. I just buy a shirt from somewhere else. Right. right. So I I have in the past, if I I was looking for some sneakers or something from someone, and I was like, this is a really good price. And it seems like she's just selling her own stuff and she's my size. So I like went in and looked um, at her store. But it's so rare. I think also part of it is it, it is really hard to combine shipping. 
there's just these, these like barriers to do it on our end and also on like the buyer's end. I just don't, you know, you can, you can request a total from a seller. Hey, I have five things in my cart from you request total and it almost never works. So because there's some setting that's like turned off. But I feel like that's something that should be promoted more with eBay, where you're like, oh, you're a vintage collector. I have 8,000 items in my store. There might be something else that I could get to you in one box for cheaper. Yeah. So that's that's my thought for the week. I think that experienced, quote unquote, people that buy on eBay know that, you know. I know. Uh, But I just think that the random person who's shopping – eBay doesn't really they don't promote, promote it. That. Yeah. And, and they don't make it easy for either yeah. buyer or seller. Yeah, it is very rare. Yeah. I mean, having sold on eBay now since 2008, it is a very rare thing for someone to buy multiple things from us. Yeah, it's know? super and it's, when it happens you're like, "Yay." Yeah, I mean, it's 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 very exciting when it does happen, but Now it's look, very rare. Uh, the argument is there for free shipping. So you're right. like if somebody wants to buy 10 things from your shop, they just do free yep. shipping. But again, you know, someone's buying this like big vase from me. I just can't do like, it's just, it's so hard Yeah, with stuff like that. Like yeah. it's almost impossible, but I mean, and there could be too, because like you said, we do sell a lot of just random, weird, unconnected items. Right. Right. Whereas I bet that, you know, uh, What's his name that sells all the uh, postcards? Right. You know, he probably, he probably is always selling a multiples easily. because collectors know, yeah. you know, like, oh, I just got all the postcards mm-hmm. from my town, you exactly. know. Exactly. So. Um, so there's, yeah, I know yeah. there's ways to do it, but not easily for people who sell a pair of heavy shoes yeah. with nail polish. I mean, so, <laughs> uh, so uh, speaking of the other kind of big sale uh, was we sold two postcards for Fifty dollars. We did. Um, Speaking of postcards, ephemera. Yeah, yeah. we we sold two postcards um, to the same person. Uh, I forget what the one was like. The Grand Tetons, and one was I forget what the other one was. Um, But they were travel postcards, vintage like nineteen fifties. They had the date on the back. You know, it was like nineteen fifty two. Yeah, which is kind of neat. Scavenger of the week, uh, we still have not, we're kind of not in the buying mode right now. I will say, I've talked to several scavengers that have told me how they, you know, because a lot of people have gotten to buying at auctions online because of the pandemic and so, um, and how auction prices really have gotten crazy. Well, you said this and we've heard it from other people where, like either people are getting into this business because of the pandemic or they're just collectors who are like, Oh, I used to work all day. And now I mean, every week there are several auctions that, you know, we, we normally buy from that. I, I, I will open up their auction and I'll start to keep track of certain items and I'll get excited by them. And then as it gets closer, the prices just get so out of hand. I just don't pull the trigger. Like forget it. Um, yeah, and I just think it could be just because everyone is being like all the scavengers are being pushed to these online auctions, right? But I think also there's just like normal people that are, are realizing that there are these places to buy cool stuff. Yeah, what's interesting is that uh, two auction houses I know of 
I'm pretty sure are just going to stay online. I mean, these were like yep. in-person auctions. They did not do online auctions. Like, I think they've decided because so they've, you know, they, they've hired extra staff. They've built a system yeah. of taking pictures. And I think they've realized they're making so much more money right. selling stuff online. I want to see if that remains the same because I right. think as the world opens back up, half the fun of auctions are going in person. Yeah. And I wonder if the auctions that that open back up and allow people in start pulling in the people. Yeah, because you want to go and look. It, and it, people stop going online to buy stuff. You know? It's a different experience when you can look at an item. Right. And pick up an item yeah. or, you know, walk around a table. Like right. that is so different than just staring at one, some auction houses, one photo. Yeah. Uh, and you know, again, like you said, the experience for us is going there. I hate going there because yeah. I hate being there for like six hours. <laughs> um, it's just a lot. Well, we, we, we done pretty good where we kind of know when the time is to buy and yeah. we go and there's about three hours. You can, you can do it in three hours. Everything, you know, like, because the places we go to, they have the, it's, it's, it's in two parts. Right. The uh, first part is like boxes, boxes stuff, yeah. lots, tables of stuff. Kind of the the quote unquote cheaper stuff, yeah, and that's normally to people like us. It's yeah. like other people that have thrift stores. Buying in bulk, and then there's always a pause, and then there's a second part of the auction where it's like the individual nicer right. stuff. They pulled stuff out, and that's where there are also collectors there as well. But uh, um, there's also just normal people, and so we often skip that part because... I mean, there are times where we stuck around where we're right. like, there's something there we want. But, but normally we buy so much in the first part. <laughs> the truck is full. We're like, <laughs> yeah, like we're, we got we're enough. <laughs> yeah, we're good. Yep. Uh, yep. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. It, it's interesting because I feel like the pandemic just really swung things a different way in a lot of... Res- obviously, the entire world changed, but yeah. like so many things that we take part in change yeah. you know the real estate market is insane right. uh it just yeah like yeah. going out to eat and going to a coffee shop like right now <laughs> is just not a good time to buy anything like, I, like buying a used car i know i've been looking at buying a home buying you know it's just buying like if we wanted to build a house like just construction cool. supplies are crazy it's just like now's the time to like Hope you have everything you need, which we do. I'm glad we have a bunch of stuff that we can eat into and sell. Yeah, uh, exactly. All right, customer issues. Um, we have had a couple of painful returns opened. Yes, they haven't returned stuff yet. Managed payment does that thing now where they – and it's good. They tell you um, – Holding, you know, how they're much holding they're holding the on hold. PayPal held your we, money too. We, right, but I guess managed payments, I do like. They are making the like the, the panels more easy to read. Okay. Uh, and so, yeah, we have like $200 on hold. And I'm like, oh, painful. Yeah, like somebody bought a piece of jewelry and they were like, oh, this isn't what you said it was. It's just glass, hmm. which I actually think is not true. Right. I'm like, that's not tr- This is not glass. Yeah. Um, but go ahead and return it. I'll sell it to someone else. Yeah. What was the other one? 
uh, is like a lamp or something. Those left side. I don't know. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well. Yeah. yeah it's just. Um, it is painful where you're like, oh, I sold something for a hundred dollars. Oh, it was those porcelain towel rack boxes. Oh, these like- porcelain. Okay, so. <laughs> The porcelain towel, the porcelain towel rack bar things, which okay, this sucked. Uh, they were two, so you need two brackets, and they were both left hand brackets. Mm-hmm. But I did mention that in the thing. I was like, I don't yeah. know. You could you could mount these somehow if you are handy. I said great for a DIYer. Uh, but they're two left side mounts. But that's a good thing that we've learned. I mean, look, you know, yeah. we, we 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 know this. If you can put anything you want matter. in the description. Item not as described. But we'll see. Well, we'll see if they return it. It's yeah. just uh, on slow weeks. Returns are even more painful. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, things we learn in the forum. I mean, people just kind of there's a crew that just seems to keep plugging away. And yeah. Like the lady i met in our coffee shop uh yesterday yeah from delaware i mean she said um she started like a hobby seller and then she started mm. to just uh list and hold and <laughs> yeah, she now okay. has 300 items in her store and she seemed real happy and yep. uh, doing well that's so. the way that's the way to do it yep that's the way to do it yeah i'm trying to think like i feel like i barely checked my email or like saw anything on the computer so i'm like what were people talking about on the forum (laughs) um yeah yeah. but uh it's good though we've we've now opened our shop i think we are figuring out like how we all work together i mean who does what every day our two partners who are handling the kind of day-to-day front of house you know they're there right now serving coffee training the staff like it's still going to be another couple weeks especially for them of like getting all that stuff locked down and people trained, but we're trying to to support them as much as I could. I mean, like I got up early, got got up at six, I got here at seven o'clock and I'm kind of, I went and helped them in the shop. And then when they open, I'm just like a block away and they like text me, I I need more milk. I need more. Especially opening weekend. Right. And so I'm just here to support them and we'll keep doing that. Well, and I'm looking over at our coffee reserves and our big bins and I'm like, we are low. Like tomorrow we're roasting and I'm like, we are out of everything, which is great. We want to be out of everything. We want to roast more. It's just like we say, when you have a lot to pack for eBay... It's a luxury problem. If we have a lot of laundry to do, it means we're... uh, We're busy. Because our beds are being turned over at our our rentals. And if we need to roast a lot of coffee, it means we're selling a lot of coffee. We sell a lot of coffee. So, so. Um, yeah. So, that's not a bad thing. Yeah. So, let's take calls. Yes. We can get a voicemail. The phone number is 540-407-8486. Or you can email us an audio file from your phone. Our email is thescavengerlife at gmail.com. Hey, Jan Ryan. This is Malika calling in from North Carolina. Uh, I just wanted to um, to address a um, um, the situation that y'all were talking about last week about needing to uh, reship the item and um, you made the custom listing in order to build the customer for it and all of that stuff. 
I just wanted to tell y'all that that was not necessary. Um, I think y'all, um, y'all are mixed up the whole sharing of details, um, with the, your email address. It's the, the thing that gets flagged is when you try to send it before a transaction has taken place. If you try to send an email address before, it'll get flagged. If you do it after a transaction, after money has been, after eBay has taken their fees, there is no problem. And I will give you an, a case that literally just happened maybe a month or two ago. There was a buyer that, um, he, it was a, like a toaster oven or something. And he said that it was, there was something wrong with it. It wasn't working. Okay. So I, I just, I, I gave him, you know, I, I refunded him. Um, I refunded him for it. Then he emails me like a couple of days later and say, Oh, we, we got it working. Um, you know, how can I send you your money back? You know, no, no, matter of fact, it wasn't the whole amount. He, he, it was, it was like less than what it was, but I was just happy to get anything for it, you know, so I don't just, you know, lose money for the whole transaction. So all I, I said, he, he asked me, he said, so can I, you know, I, can I send it to your PayPal? And I said, sure. And I said, you can send it to my email address. And I, I, I sent him my email address. He sent me the payment through PayPal. Case closed, no problem. eBay did not flag. It's been a couple months. If, if it was a problem, I would have, they would have told me about it. It did not get flagged. I have had, um, emails flagged before. It wasn't, this is a long time ago. It, it did not get flagged. I, I'm telling you, y'all did not have to go through all of that drama. eBay only get, has only a problem if before a transaction, if the uh, contact details are shared after a transaction, it's, it's no problem. You can still do, you can still arrange payments and, and all of that stuff. You know, I'm not talking about, you know, you arranging to sell, sell something off of eBay. I'm talking about simple things like, you know, billing after the fact. It's, it's totally okay. And, I just wanted to let y'all know that you didn't have to go through all of that. So this is interesting because we got several people not just calling us, but also on the forum say that we were doing it kind of uh, more complicated than it needed to be. I guess I was just super paranoid because like... I just like stopped sending any information about email or Venmo or Mm. whatever... Um, cause I feel like I don't want to like have eBay accidentally suspend me or whatever. Right. I mean, I don't think they would do that. That seems kind of extreme, but I don't know. So I guess now I can just be like, this is my PayPal address. I I, I thought that saying PayPal and invoice and email was like, I wonder if once you, it's kind of like Airbnb that does this. Uh, Once somebody books, like the transaction has happened, then Airbnb allows us to like trade phone numbers and I can do links to like places to go. But before they book, if they just do an inquiry, I can't do any emails. I can't do any links to anything. It strips it all out. It it doesn't even strip it. It's like blocked by Airbnb. It says you're like, So I wonder if eBay is the same way. As soon as the 
the item is purchased, then they don't care. What it could, okay, so that's, I mean, honestly, that's really good advice because it was such a pain to have to read. It's like, yeah. just Venmo me $12, right. like, or whatever, PayPal me $12, and yeah. I'll remail it. So, yeah. Thank you. Hey, Jane, Ryan, Marty in Santa Barbara County, California, replying to your feedback from last week about my Italian silk lampshades. Thank you. Uh, Ryan, yeah, these are definitely not those types of items that you've talked about in the past. I can find images and I can find recent comps or sold items in eBay's history. So these aren't totally rare. Um, I think the hesitancy with me is they're very expensive and I don't want to blow it. Uh, And I think asking you guys is going to help me do it better. But in reality, I think what I'm looking for is your anecdotes and your feedback so that I can understand your thinking process and hopefully help me make my thinking process faster, better. And yeah, um, another example. Recently, I listed Chanel sunglasses for 170 The comps or sold items were indicating they'd be maybe worth 120 to $140. But I kept getting offers for 60 and 70 Why? Is it because of... That style is just, even though the quality and the condition indicates it might be 120 or 140, maybe that fashion, that particular style is not as valuable to people as the that other one. Um, or is it a reseller trying to offer me a lower price so they can resell it? I don't know. There is no real right answer. I just got to either decide to take the offer or not, and I took it. I After a couple of tries at getting it higher... I couldn't get a higher price. I took it. All right. Thanks very much. Good luck on that coffee shop. Goodbye. Well, I think that's similar. Look, that that mentality is similar to what we do too. I mean, there are times where I'm really holding firm on something. I'm like, I really want a high price for this. I think it's really special. And then there are times where I'm like, I really want a high price for this. Nobody thinks it's worth that much. I've gotten so many offers that are, you know, 50 or $60, like you're saying, not 120. Uh, I obviously overpriced this and I want to get rid of it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So there, so it, yeah, it depends on the situation. I mean, look with your silk, um, lampshades, you could put them up at 5,000, sure. uh, make offer, right. start talking to people. If yeah. people are like, yo, this is not worth 5,000, but I will give you 3,500. I mean, obviously you said you'd be thrilled with that. Or maybe they're worth, you know, a thousand. Yeah. It's still, I mean, you're like, That's I've always great. said that the make offer is just like a reverse auction. Yes. So, right. so an auction, you know, I started at the lowest amount I'll accept, hoping people bid it up. Right. Although the danger there is no one bids it up and, right. and the first person who bids on it wins. And then, you know, yeah. the reverse auction is I start at the highest I want. Right. And then I'm willing to accept any lower offer, yeah. but I don't have to. So right. I'm not forcing it. Like yeah. it, like it gives me all the control. Yeah. So I started a thousand dollars, and then people start offering me five hundred, five hundred, and then I'm like, okay, everyone's offering five hundred. I guess maybe that's it. But then there could be someone's at seven fifty. Right. Right. Seven fifty. Seven fifty. You know. Like, so <laughs> that's that's a nice thing. I don't get. Uh, you know, I don't feel like I get cheated at any moment. Because you, you have know? the control, like right. you said. Uh, you know what I love is when people ask, 
what's the first of all what's the lowest price you'll take that's 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 classic right. i'm like the price that's on there that's right. the lowest price the I'll exact take. price that right? you see is what i will take but lately i've been getting that question on super right. low dollar I, 11 11 pair of shoes i've what's had for five years what's the take? lowest you'll take no, no lower than $11 at this right. point. Like, are you kidding me? It's just like, come on. Yeah. Hey, y'all. Um, I called a couple weeks back about how to price items, and um, I appreciate you guys' response. I, I asked a lot of questions, and you took a lot of time to answer. So uh, thank you for that. But it seems to have generated conversation. Of course, I've heard some other calls. So here are my thoughts after you know, hearing you guys talk, and I've kind of come to this realization, and I and I think it might be helpful for, for newer people, too. Um, we have sort of built up our store over, you know, two years with the mentality of just get a lot of volume. And, um, I, my partner, my, my, my husband that I run this business with, he's into totally different kind of things than me. He does like video games. He likes getting VCRs. He likes VHS tapes. I am nerd toys and I'm like pottery and, and also I'm just like, whatever's going to sell, let's do it. And so I've realized that I'm trying to split my mind. There are certain items that, you know, we need to price well and we need to sell quick. And then there are certain items that, you know, I have to be okay to sit on and want to sit on for a long time. And I have found that as we have now built up our inventory, we have almost a thousand items. Now I think we're about to cross the thousand threshold and we have enough like little sales to sort of sustain ourselves that it's so much easier to like list it and forget it or get items that you know are valuable and hold on to them until somebody is willing to pay the dollar amount that you want. So I guess that's my advice to people is that, you know, if you can get cheap inventory and you can list a lot of volume is going to bring you money. If you have room to store stuff, but volume is going to bring you money to sort of sustain so it's easier to wait out on those items um, that could uh, bring you more money in uh, the long run. So um, just something interesting maybe to talk about and think about. So thank you. Appreciate you guys. Thanks. I mean, I think she wrapped it up very well. Yeah. That's that's exactly how to do You know, like you take the time to list, 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 you know. Then once you have a lot of items in your store, then we can – be more patient because then we have enough stuff where something is always selling, selling. you know? Um, I mean, that's the thing that we're always saying something sells every day. Like those shoes and that nail polish that that person like combined shipping with those shoes were so old. <laughs> I, I was just like, I don't even remember having, they were at the bottom of the bin. You know, you're just like, wow. But I didn't know when those were going to sell. And then, you know, that set of plates, I listed those like four months ago and they sold yeah. and you know, there's stuff. It's funny. I was going through my phone. I had taken some extra photos of like close ups of things that I needed on items. And I was like, you know, just from the last couple months, like since January and I'm like, Oh, that's old. That's old. That's old. That's old. Jeez. This stuff is stuff selling, you know, it's yeah. like, plus I think, She's right that there are items that are not – do not work this way. Right. Like there are items right. that are like commodity items or items that just have a very clear price where, you know, I can't price it for $50 when everyone's selling it for 20 Yeah. 
they, I like that, I, I can <laughs> wait forever and they will never right. sell that much right. because twenty dollars is just the that's price. That's the price for because, every item. Yeah. Because the stuff's being made right. again and again and again. You're like yeah. you can buy it at Best Buy. That's what it is. What, you know? what we're talking about is commodity items, and right. Ryan and I, yeah, we we do bicker about that sometimes it's just like i'm like, like this is that the price this, like iphone is not gonna get like we we have to sit on this for 20 years before it's gonna become valuable again yeah but right now like iphone threes or whatever like this is what they're worth you know yeah ipod touch original yeah um okay that's it for the call cool uh we are gonna go we're gonna walk over i don't know ryan knows this we're gonna walk into our coffee shop and we're gonna have lunch coffee together lunch coffee yeah. slash snack slash lovely yeah. delicious we'll, we're just gonna sit there and enjoy the atmosphere and see who walks in we hope you guys walk in someday <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> some okay. of you already have yeah. all right this podcast is ending in three, three two, two one, one. bye, bye.